Hey guys, I'm BJ Aiken and this is Little Things because I see God in the little things. I hope y'all will join me as I share these little pieces of my heart that are actually a big part of who I am and how I connect with God and Jesus Christ. I hope that through this, you can learn how you see and hear him in your own life. Because the beautiful thing is, we are all unique and God meets us right where we are. Thanks for tuning in. You guys, I'm so excited for you to listen to this week's episode. My good friend Jessica Johnson is joining me and we just had so much fun recording this. I am so grateful for her. She is so, so sweet and so kind and just so fun to be around. I just love her so much. So I am super, super excited for you guys to listen to some of her story. I am so grateful for her. She was pretty vulnerable with some things that she's experienced that I feel like are maybe kind of taboo in society. And um, I was just so grateful that she was willing to share that with you guys. So I hope that you can learn something from what she shared. Um, Yeah, she's so wonderful. Um, So little thing of the week. Um, Honestly, I think the my little thing for this week was announcing the coloring pages for you guys so if you didn't see the announcement i am going to start designing my own coloring pages for you guys um i love to doodle and i feel like it's a gift that i have and so i've just been praying a lot for the past year on how i can better use that to bless people. And I had this idea and I'm really, really excited about it. So um, I'll put all the information in the description of this episode so y'all can check it out. But they, um, I'm going to upload a new one every month. So there'll be a, a, a monthly coloring page that comes out at the beginning of the month. And you can find those on my website, which is also a super exciting thing that I did. Um, I got, I designed and made this new website and I'm really, really excited about it. So I'm going to also start um, a blog in, what's the word, in conjunction with this podcast. Um, So that's my little thing for this week. I have seriously guys I've been praying about this so so much I've just been having this really strong feeling that I need to be using my talents more to bless people and doodling I really feel is one of my talents and I just it's been on my mind off and on for the last year or even more and um I've just really felt strongly that I can use that to bless people. And so this is one of the ways that I felt like I can do. So the the coloring pages are going to be free, at least for now. I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. But right now, I just want them to be free um, for you guys to use. Corbett, say hi. <laughs> say hi, Corbett. Yes. 
Corbett is also joining us today. Say hi. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, guys, super excited. So I will put the website link in the description to this episode. So be sure to go check it out. And I will have a my first blog post will be coming out on Monday. And yeah, it's going to be so, so, so awesome. So that was a lot of so's. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoy them. Even if you don't like to color, you can maybe just print them out and and have them just on your wall or something. And if not, you don't even have to. That's up to you. No worries. I won't judge or be offended. Um, but it's something that I think I'm going to really enjoy doing. And I hope you guys enjoy them too. So let's get into the episode with Jessica. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with my good friend Jessica today. Um, and we're just going to be talking about just how she's been seeing God in her life this past year, um, just with finding her passions and um, just things with her health. So Jessica, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hello, I'm Jessica Johnson. Um, my husband and I moved to Laramie. Um, it'll be four years in August and we just kind of do our own thing. I work as a dental assistant right now and um, I am, yes, the Young Women's President in our ward and it's just been a fun journey to try and figure out, yeah, what my passions are and my recovery with food and we'll get into that later on. But yeah, I'm so happy to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was so, so excited. Um, so I used to be in the Young Women's Presidency with Jessica. I was the second counselor, but then I got called to primary, but that's how we yep. got to know each other a little bit. And then we're both into photography. Yeah. So that's been something that we've connected over as well. So we'll be talking about photography a little bit later as well. Um, so where do you want to start? Um, so yeah, I wanted to start with just kind of my recovery that I've had with food and how I used to really struggle with body image and um, just eating in general. And um, it was back in high school. I'll just kind of start from the beginning. <laughs> um, I growing up like dieting was the only thing that I knew how to do. And it was just once I finished one and it didn't work, I was motivated to try and figure out what else I could do to lose weight. And I've probably been on every diet in the book. I'll just, I'll name a few of them. Um, there was the HCG diet, Weight Watchers, um, Beachbody, the keto diet, and countless other diets that are just super random. Um, but the main one that I was on in high school was called Metafast, and now it's called Optivia. And they've kind of improved their stuff, but, um, yeah, I was on it for six months and lost like upwards of 55 to 60 pounds in high school. And wow. I thought that was like my life. Like I just was so excited about that. And everyone praised me and how much I've lost weight. And that just kind of motivated me more. And so I was very strict on it. And um, that kind of was what spiraled me into um, a binge eating disorder. And 
Um, after six months of doing it perfectly, the next step was to start incorporating regular food into my diet because previously, like all the food I was eating was through Optavia or Metafast is what it used to be called. And you would eat like five protein meals a day. Like the bar, I used to eat these bars. Ugh, just thinking about it, it grosses <laughs> me out. But they had these brownies that I would microwave. And I mean, the, the brownie was probably the best thing. <laughs> it tasted really good. But, and then either for breakfast or for dinner, I got like a, like a protein-based meal again. So I would always go to IHOP and get their chicken fajita omelet. And then I'd either have like just plain hamburgers with ketchup like it was so bland and i would eat the same thing over and over again but mm. i seriously don't know how i did that looking back but so is that just like a strict um like protein diet <laughs> <laughs> my siri on my phone um so yeah it was very strict and it's like if you ate anything that was not part of the diet they said that you wouldn't lose weight for like two to three days and so that like really huh. like stuck with me and my mom even mentioned it to me because my mom did all the diets with me too and um yeah it just it made me not want to cheat on the diet and so that's how i lost so much weight and then yeah, everyone just commented kept commenting like how and this was like my sophomore junior year of high school 2012 2013 so it's just yeah, being popular was being skinny and mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. That went along with that. But um, yeah, that's when my binging really took off is when I was getting off of that diet. So it was my junior year is when my mom was like, okay, hey, the next step of the diet is to start incorporating like regular food again and like trying to maintain like healthy habits and eating throughout the day. Like, because I would eat five small meals a day and then have like the protein meal. And then the next step, yeah, was to incorporate regular food. And that's when I really, my binge eating disorder really took off. And I remember distinctly a memory of how I told myself I was so deprived of like normal, regular food that I went to three different fast food restaurants. And I, I think I remember what, they, I think it was like McDonald's, Burger King and Sonic or I, yeah, something like that. And I distinctly remember sitting in the hotel parking lot and just eating all of it. I would get what I normally get at each place and I ate all of it. And I was literally so full to the point where I wanted to throw up. Mm -hmm. And I just, I kept going and I was like, I'm full, but I just, I can't. And it just really affected me. And that's kind of where it started. And yeah, that was my junior year of high school, 2013. And um, yeah, that was, that when it was the worst and actually this last year 2020 like the beginning it just it is progressively just kind of gotten worse from there so um yeah fast forward six years later um i get to i get called to be the young woman's president and i was still struggling with binging and all of these insecurities came up like how am i going to be able to help these girls if i'm still struggling with this awful thing and there were multiple other insecurities that came up, but, and I won't name those, but um, yeah, I just was still struggling and trying to love the girls and trying to figure out. And I had never really been like, I don't know, that deep into the gospel, I guess. Like I never have read the Book of Mormon all the way through until I finished it <laughs> in 2020. <Yay>! But, <laughs> yeah. And I just, I never really, I mean, I had a testimony obviously, but it wasn't like 
very deep. Like I was just very generic things. And it honestly, like becoming the Young Women's President, like it fueled a fire in me. And I was able to finish the Book of Mormon and have, I mean, I didn't have like a super big confirmation like most people do. And there's kind of a really ins- embarrassing story of my brother, which I won't share. <laughs> of how he got his confirmation anyways um I'll talk about that later (laughs) and um so yeah it was just more of like a peaceful feeling I prayed like with Moroni's promise and um and then my mother-in-law she I'm getting kind of off on a tangent with no that's okay go for it (laughs) um she told me that because I was just like I don't think I'm qualified for this like and she just reassured me like the Lord doesn't qual doesn't call the qualified he calls he doesn't call the qualified. He, he calls the unqualified to become qualified. I don't yeah. know. Something along those lines. I don't quite say it right. But that just was like opened my eyes. Like I just, I don't have to. I mean, I don't, you don't have to be perfect to have a calling. And yeah. the calling is for you to grow mm-hmm. in that. I love Can I share yeah, a thing? Ahead. So um, this week for Come Follow Me, um, it's I think like Doctrine and Covenants three through five or yeah. Um, but so in Doctrine and Covenants four, um, like missionaries recite that all the time. And so I've recited that so many times, but, um, so when I was reading it this week, I was just like praying like, okay, help me get like a different insight on this than just like reciting it, you know, Mm -hmm. as a missionary. And, um, in verse, I think it's verse three, it says, if you have desires to serve God, you are called to the work. And then in verse five, it says, and faith, hope, charity, and love with an eye single to the glory of God qualify him for the work. And so just when I read that, I was like, okay, if we have desires to to do his work, then he's going to call us. Um, and then if we're trying to develop those Christ-like attributes like faith, hope, charity, all that stuff. And if we're just trying to align our will with God's, then that qualifies us for the work. Um, and, you know, it doesn't say you have to read your scriptures every day and you have to be a master scriptorian and you have to, I don't know, just other things that, that I know I've put a lot of pressure on myself. Like I'm not doing good enough at these things. So I can't, God can't use me. Like I'm not, you know, but, um, anyway, so that was just a new insight that I got that if we're just trying, then we are qualified, yeah. you know? So anyway. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, so yeah, I, with the Young Women's Presidency and um, I've actually been seeing a, a counselor since July. So we, I had just previously went on in July, we went on a backpacking trip to Boulder, Wyoming, and it I had gone on backpacking trips before to the school to square top to the uh, Green River Lakes. And I went on that like six years ago and I was like, that was really hard, but I'm like, I can do this. Like, even though I had not been like ready for it, I did not work out before this. I was thinking, I'm like, well, my dad said it's only gonna be five to six miles in. What he failed to mention was it was all uphill. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, and I actually, right before that, my husband, Caden, he, got really sick and we it was over by Pinedale so we went into Pinedale and ate breakfast at the place and my husband couldn't even eat anything oh, dang and it. he went and he's like just eat my pancake I'm gonna go throw up and so I was like oh my gosh 
And so he was really struggling with going because he's like, I don't want to hike if I'm sick. And I understood. And it was just really kind of stressful because he was carrying the tent, like our food, the propane tank, like all this stuff. And I was going to have to carry it or some other people were going to have to carry it. So it was just like, oh, my gosh. And then he finally was like, fine, I'll just go. <laughs> oh, no. And so, yeah, it took us, I think, uh, seven hours to get to the top. Oh, my gosh. Literally one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. After that trip, I'm like, I can do hard things. Yes, <laughs> totally. And it, that was just around that time. And I was still struggling with binging. And I obviously didn't have – very much food to binge on so it was it kind of stopped for that week but as soon as I got back it just started again and getting even worse and Mm -hmm. so actually yeah it was right after that that I went to go see a counselor just a local counselor here in Laramie and I just was like I can't keep doing this by myself I I this is not right because before I was like I think this is what everybody does I thought it was normal Mm -hmm. to overeat every single day and yeah it's not (laughs) other people actually have healthy relationships with food and it just was mind-boggling to me that um after learning this and so meeting with her it just really helped me be more aware of everything going on and just realizing that it's not normal and all of that and so um yeah meeting with her and like fast forward again i remember the date actually it was november 9th of 2020 and I literally had an epiphany from God (laughs) and I wanted to read a part of my journal here that I wrote. It was actually like 10 days later because I, so I, I love journals. Like I have three separate journals. Oh, I feel you. I have so many different journals. It's kind of ridiculous, but do all of them have like different things that you write in them? Yeah. Like I have, I mean, I've kind of been just using one journal, but like I have like a general conference journal and I have like my just daily like what's going on in my life journal and then I have my study journal and like so <laughs> I'm the same way yeah. yeah so this one I'm reading from is just like my generic ju- journal like what I went through throughout the day like what happened and most of the time it's not interesting like my day right. like I just go to work and come home but like sometimes being a dental assistant you know there's some crazy things that happen right. so um yeah I'll just write in there and then most days I'm like my day was not interesting I'm not writing in here but I I just know it's almost every single day that I just get like a a pulling sensation to write in my journal. And I know that's the Holy Ghost just like mm-hmm. telling me to write in my journal because when I look back, I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy I wrote about that experience so yeah. that I can read it. And I yes, what I'm going to read, I'm so grateful that I wrote this in here and was able to look back at it. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read it word for word. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'll just go ahead. So it says this is November 18th is when I wrote it. So. It says, I have been on such a high lately and some lows. The last time I wrote was all, was 10 days ago and something life-changing happened with my mental health. On the 9th, I was reading my scriptures and also one of my favorite help books. It's called The Book of Mormon Made Easier by David J. Ridges, I believe. Um, and this was the fourth time the same few words popped into my head. The author was writing a side note about when Alma is talking to his son, Helaman, and Alma was telling Helaman his conversion story. And the side note said, it has been said that when we stop making excuses for current inappropriate behavior, personal progress begins. Heavenly Father, open my eyes. I've been praying constantly to be healed and that I would have the strength to not binge that day, but I was not doing my part. Um, and I was reading actually last night in Second Nephi um, 20... 
523 and it says um wrote it here it says at the last part of the scripture it says for we know that it is by grace that we are saved after all we can do and yeah i literally had an epiphany (laughs) i was not doing my part at all i would pray sorry this is like this is not what i wrote but i'm just mentioning this but yeah i would literally pray every single day that i would have the strength to not binge and that i could just go throughout the day without having this awful thing that was in my life and um there were three other things i'm reading my journal now again um it says that the three other things that happened um were along the same lines when i was reading the talk by jeffrey r holland i don't remember the name of it but it was the one i gave in uh, young women's like the last day you were in young women's and it said in there multiple different things but it was saying life will never be stress-free and it's not meant to be easy and um the other thing was that my husband, we were looking through Instagram and one of his friends was, um, they are adopting and he posted something on there and it, I actually, I have my Black's journal, my, so my three different journals, I never mentioned that was, this journal was like the generic and then I have my food recovery journal where I'm writing in that, like my relationship with food and all of that and then my third one was just like a, my spiritual experiences journal and I really want this quote on my journal and my 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 cousin's wife is going to help me with her cricket to make that. But anyways, the quote, it says, um, marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your heart. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your heart. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your heart. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can choose our heart. Pick wisely. I think I remember. Did you make a post about that? I remember that. I loved that so, so much. Oh my gosh. But yeah, in in that moment, that was like everything to me. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've been living life like with all this stuff thinking I didn't have to do anything. Like I was praying and thinking that everything could just be given to me, but Oh my gosh, yeah, that was eye-opening to me. And so the other two things, um, let me flip back here. Um, so my mother-in-law and my and my husband's side of the family, we do like a Zoom talk every Sunday and we've gone to only two times a month now, but we each kind of come together and one of the siblings will like have a topic and then we'll kind of, um, just kind of talk about it and discuss. And then one of the talks was from, it was a TED talk by an ex-Marine and he talked about not blaming anyone else but yourself and to stop making excuses. And then the final thing I'm reading in my journal again was a quote my coworker and friend showed me. It says, everything you do is based on the choices you make. It's not your parents, it's not your past relationships, your job, the economy, the weather, or government or your age that is to blame you and only you are responsible for every decision and choice you make um and i just said not sure who it is but it's freaking powerful and then i just said so while i was oh and then i actually had a low after that i thought i had covid so that was cool but it was in that moment that i was first reading in the book of mormon made easier like i just started bawling and it was like i felt the spirit so strong that i I need to stop making excuses for the things I've been doing and actually put in 
the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I all read this thing too that Kate and I were talking about this last night. I was like preparing for <laughs> thinking about what I wanted to talk yeah. about. And I guess he was saying that Morgan Freeman, like he did a talk with somebody and was talking about praying. And he said, when we pray for strength, God doesn't just give us strength. He gives us opportunities to be strong. And when we pray to have courage, God doesn't give us courage. He gives us opportunities to be courageous. Mm, I love that. Yes. Yeah, that just went along so good with what I was thinking of and everything. And um, so since that day, um, I had gone like 72 days without binging. And that was literally life-changing for me and just realizing that I obviously am still continuing to eat better and be more aware of everything going on. And it's, I'm seeing a dietitian now and um, I took a food sensitivity test and I'm sensitive to eight different foods out of like 96. And at first I was like, really only eight? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm sensitive to all of them, but in the other side of it, I'm really thankful because the next step was to do an elimination diet and yeah, I just, I'm glad I didn't have to cut out literally everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since then I've gone gluten and dairy free and it's, it was two weeks yesterday actually. So I just, I feel on top of the world. And even though like this week was really hard and I technically, yeah, I, on I did, I binged on Monday night and it was just, I didn't even realize it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go home. I'm so stressed out. I'm going to binge. Like who cares? Screw it. It was just like I was just so stressed out and that was what I used to do. And Caden was at the gym and I was just like, that was what I used to do in the, like alone. That's when it thrived the most. And it, I was talking to my dietitian yesterday and she was like, I'm actually kind of glad that happened because it just shows you how strong you are and that each day, my husband was talking about this too, is that um, those challenges are there every single day. Like every time I'm eating, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I used to eat this and I'm okay now. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, I've become stronger, even though those temptations are there every single Mm -hmm. day. So yeah. Oh, I love (laughs) that. And just thank you so much for being vulnerable about it. Cause I just feel like food and stuff, like it's just such a, I don't know. It's a sore topic. It is a sore topic. And, and so I just really appreciate you being so vulnerable about it. And I just loved how through this process, I mean, at first you realize like you, you can't do it alone. Um, and I feel like that is so true for all of us, whatever it is that we're struggling with, like, um, and two, um, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, but, um, it's kind of like if, I think it was one of the apostles, they said like, if you have appendicitis, the Lord expects you to get a priesthood blessing and go see a doctor. Like, you know, so it's... You can't just have a priesthood blessing. Right, right. It's like you've been praying for that strength, but now you're taking the action on it. And so I think it's not just one or the other. Like, we need both. And so um, that was just something that, that stood out to me from that. But... I just think I was reading this morning in third Nephi um, and it's this scripture is also in, I think it's Matthew six. But where Jesus says like, um, Oh no, I don't have this. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wanted to quote it word for word, but basically like your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. So just when I read that this morning, it was just like heavenly father knows each of us so well and he knows what our needs are. Mm -hmm. Like that's a scripture that I turn to a lot. I think it's 35, 13, 32. I think that's what it is. And just that, you know, Heavenly Father knows that this has been such a big struggle for you. And I feel like he has been there every step of the way. But now that your heart is kind of changing about it, you're able to see where he's been in it. And so, yeah, that's yeah, honestly one of the best things is realizing, looking back, how he's been there the whole time. I just didn't take action. And yeah, yeah, like I said before, being the young woman's president, it's just fueled the fire in me and it's helped me get help, get the help that I need mm -hmm. and to just realize like I don't need to do this alone and I'm not alone with my Heavenly Father. And yeah, it just. Yeah, the other day too, I, I made a post last weekend. I went in um, with my gluten-free and dairy-free haul. I went to Costco and Sam's Club. <laughs> and I just was like, I'm so, and I guess with this, with the being a diet, technically, because it's an elimination diet that I'm on to try and figure out like what is wrong with my stomach, like why my stomach hurts still. And I guess I, I failed to mention that I do have IBS as well. And, and back in February, I went to the hospital and got a CT scan and they told me my lymph nodes were inflamed in my stomach. Mm. And that was what was causing my stomach to hurt every single day. <laughs> and to the point where I went to the hospital because I was in so much pain and living with that and trying to figure out like what foods I'm sensitive to and getting to this point now where gluten literally is the dumb. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, I, gluten was a part of my daily life. Like right. I, that's what we ate. I mean, for the longest time, my husband and I were not very rich. And so, I mean, we're so not rich, but <laughs> weren't very wealthy and you would eat hamburger helper and that's pasta. Like that's like part of our everyday. And so I, it's taking me, I mean, obviously I'm still learning, but it, when I was on those diets in high school and all the times before this, it was just like. I was not happy to be doing it. It's just like what I knew to do. And with this, it's like a, a whole different, it's night and day from doing those kinds of a diet and besides doing this. And it, I'm really happy to be like looking for different gluten-free and dairy-free options. And I'm probably the pickiest person I know <laughs> with food. I've gotten a lot better about it. I mean, in general, right. so, but I'm just, everything I've tasted that's gluten and dairy-free is delicious. Yeah. It's so awesome. And it's just, I don't know. I'm so happy to be in this time. And that's what my dietitian was saying is like timing is everything. And that word kept popping up a lot a couple weeks ago. And it's like gluten-free stuff tastes so much better now than it did back then. It, my mm -hmm. dietitian was like, it tastes like cardboard. It used to. And so how I'm just so grateful that honestly, that I went through all of that to be able to do this now and that it tastes good because that was, it would have been a huge thing for me. If it doesn't mm -hmm. taste good, I don't eat it. Right. And so what a blessing that is and that now I'm just realizing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. love that. I love that so much. And, um, I just feel like when you were talking about the different diets, it's like in high school, it seemed like it was like, I was on a diet because that's what you do yep. when you're overweight or like whatever. But now it's personalized to you. And so 
that makes it so much more like motivating to do it's yeah. not just oh like the outside pressure of i need to be on a diet yeah and it's and it's not so much about and you can correct me on this but like it seems like it's more just about you feeling good about yourself oh, and not 100%. and not as much about losing weight exactly you know it's it's just about growing in confidence for you and i just think that's so awesome and yeah. i feel like i feel like it applies to a lot of different things whether it's depression or just like all these other things it's like there are things that we quote should do or that it's what you do but we're also unique and different it's like there are probably people that are in similar situations to you but there are still things about it that are so unique to them and that's how i feel like everything is in our lives and so just being able to go through the hard but being able to come out stronger and more confident yeah in the end I love that. so <laughs> it's so wonderful i love it yeah. so good <laughs> okay so do you want me to talk about photography yeah let, let me just let me just preface so um if y'all saw my website the amazing pictures on there were done by jessica she's amazing <laughs> and she, um i mean i've started to get into photography too but i don't do it super often it's more just like kind of here and there right now for me but um jessica has just gotten super into it and she's so good and anyway i just wanted to say that first <laughs> well thank you <laughs> okay so yeah with photography um since my early years in high school i've always wanted to be a dental hygienist um and when we moved to Laramie, even actually before we moved to Laramie, I got the job as a dental assistant, which where I'm still at today. And um, yeah, I've just always wanted to be a hygienist. My little backstory about my family is that my dad's a chiropractor and my uncle's a dentist. And I just always knew I wanted to be in the medical field. And, and that's like where the most money is, I feel like. And I wanted to be able to provide for my family and like a hygienist usually like generically makes like $70,000 a year. And I'm like, this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I have my associate's degree in science and I got that from Western in Rock Springs. And I was just two classes shy of applying to the program, the hygiene program, either in Cheyenne or Sheridan. And the two classes were medical microbiology <laughs> and chemistry, <laughs> like the two hardest classes. And yeah, my brother and I, we took chemistry together and we both dropped it and decided to take up a rock climbing class <laughs> together. And that was just a fun, like, bonding thing between us. Yeah. And I think Caden and I only had one vehicle at the time. And so my brother would pick me up from the school, the college, and we would go to the, our little civic center there that had a rock climbing wall. And every single day he was late to pick me up. So we were late to the class. <laughs> but... It was just a fun little bonding thing that we did together. And it was, I'm looking back, I'm glad that that happened. Yeah. And I'm even happier now that I, this is what's happening. Um, but I, since we've moved to Laramie and actually before, I'm just like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I, I would pray about it so many times. Like, what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Like, what are the next steps? And I never got an answer or I never felt good about doing hygiene. And so, yeah, it was back in April when the pandemic was just shutting down and 
everyone was freaking out about it and I started posting on social media some of my like sunset sunrise pictures that I would just go and take before work like sunrise and then just yeah randomly like random walks that I was on and over the years actually I just started posting all of these things and I was trying to become Instagram famous, you know, <laughs> posting all my cool yes. pictures, all my stories. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then my dad, oh, no. And actually before that, um, I've just like backstory. I've always loved taking pictures, mm-hmm. like just on my phone. And I always think it's so funny because my husband comments it all the time, like, whenever we go on vacation or just anywhere and then I see somebody like a couple taking like a selfie, I always go up to them and offer to take their picture. And that's just like, I always, I just love the feeling of being able to help somebody like create a picture for them. And I've always loved loved doing that. And um, so yeah, in April, my dad called me and my birthday is in, it's May 9th. And he this was so random to me and he was just like I want to buy you a nice professional camera for your birthday and I was like oh my gosh dad (laughs) thank you and then I before that I had never even like considered getting a professional camera like my mom had one growing up and my aunt did and my aunt like took most of all of our family pictures Mm -hmm. and she just posted like on our family reunion she would take all the pictures and be the picture taker of the family and I just I never wanted to do that Mm -hmm. and then my dad told me about that and then I became obsessed with finding the right camera for me and also just like the best for the price as Mm -hmm. well yeah and I was asking my aunt I was like Nikon Canon what should I do and she's like well Canon is more like user friendly so I'm Mm -hmm. like okay let's do that and so yeah I found one it's like the Canon T7i one and I really wanted that one because I was really into taking time-lapse pictures of the sunsets and sunrises. And that's what my dad, I think, saw most of. And he's like, I want you to be able to take pictures of this. And um, yeah, and I got one that you're able to take really cool time-lapses with. And I actually haven't used that in a while. But um, yeah, and my dad is like the biggest supporter at that. He pumps me up. So <laughs> he's like, I haven't seen you post pictures in a while. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, Dad, life is busy. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, after I got the camera in April, I spent, because it was the pandemic and I was out of work for six weeks with everything. And that, looking back, was such a blessing. I was able to, I literally spent like two weeks on YouTube, like trying to figure out the basics of everything. And my husband was kind of upset with me because I didn't want to say, I didn't spend time with him. I just was (laughs) spending time on YouTube. (laughs) Sorry, Kaden. Uh, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And then obviously I still have a lot to learn, but it, I just learned the basics and kind of took off from there. And, um, so about that, and I had never thought about doing this as a career and it wasn't until, well, every single time I take pictures, I just have so much joy and it just brings me so much happiness. And to be able to be in that time by myself, like I would always go up to the snowy range mountains and just take pictures and be by myself and create like beautiful pictures and Mm -hmm. being able to edit them. And it's just so fun. And I started praying about it multiple times and I just got this overwhelming confirmation that this is what I need to be doing. (laughs) So yeah. And I'm just so grateful for my dad and him being willing to buy me that and to pump me up with all the photos (laughs) I've taken. And 
yeah, I just never thought that's what I would be wanting to do. And here I am. And I just, I don't know. I, I want to obviously make it bigger and continue to do it. But with me working a full-time job, it's like I do it on the weekends and sometimes I get overwhelmed with editing, but it's just so fun. And I, sometimes I get really nervous when I'm going to be taking the pictures first and I'm just like, oh my gosh, are they going to like them? Or is there going to be like the weather? <laughs> is it going to be too windy? Oh my uh, gosh, is it going to be snowing? Uh, Laramie <laughs> wind, you guys. Ugh, it's the worst. Uh, anyway. Wyoming wind. Yeah, it's just Ugh. like, I don't know. Is it windy in Colorado Springs? Um, It can be. Yeah. It is out where my parents live just east of Colorado Springs like it's pretty windy they get like super like like 70 mile an hour gusts like it can get really crazy but I feel like it's not as constant (laughs) maybe (laughs) in Wyoming yeah (laughs) I know I know I don't know what it's like to live somewhere without wind I know right I love snow but not in Wyoming when it's blowing it blows sideways (laughs) it doesn't fall it blows sideways oh my gosh yeah so there's all these different things that are going through my mind before I take pictures and then as soon as I get into the session I am just filled honestly with the Holy Ghost like I'm just so in my element when I'm taking pictures and I just remember distinctively saying when I took my sister-in-law's maternity pictures in Green River, it just was like, I told her, I'm like, I love this so much. This is what I want to do. And yeah, I just, in that moment, I felt the spirit and I was just like, this is what I want to be doing. And honestly, it says like when I've heard multiple times, like when you are doing the job that you want to do, you never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. And that just feels like so like fitting now. And it's like, Obviously, I still need to make an income, and I I love working at the dental office. It's, it's it, I love helping patients and being able to, I mean, when emergencies come in, and I just think of myself like, I need a tooth fixed right now, like, and it just it's nice to be able to help patients and have that connection with them, just because I do like talking to people, mm-hmm. and I just love getting to know people, and I get to do that at work. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but I love if y'all remember a few weeks ago, I did um, an episode with my sister-in-law, Ashley, about the tender mercies of 2020. And that's just what I thought of, like, the six weeks that you were out of work, I know, were kind of stressful, oh gosh, like yeah. scary, because you didn't know how long it was gonna last. And like, it's so scary. But then now looking back it's like you're so grateful for that time because of what it's brought about now and that's just how i feel about like the hard things in our lives it's like i always feel like looking back even though in the moment it was like the most awful thing i could experience in the moment like looking back i'm just so grateful for them because of how i grew from them or just like there are so many blessings that come from our trials and Honestly, y'all, I know COVID has sucked, but I'm actually kind of grateful because because for me, this podcast came out of COVID. Like it didn't come till last year, but or like obviously last year. I meant like at the end of last year. <laughs> obviously last year, but um I know like <laughs> just so many good things happened last year and I want to focus on those things. And so I just feel like when we take advantage of that time then we're able to find those tender Mm -hmm. mercies from it and so i just love that so so much 
It's just, oh, it's so fun. I love, it's, this may be kind of weird, but I mean, I love talking, obviously, because <laughs> I do a podcast. <laughs> it's like, I don't mind listening to myself talk, but um, one of my favoriteest things in the world is listening to people talk about their passions. I remember um, one of my companions on my mission, Sister Dennison, Ryan <laughs> Dennison, I love her so much. Um, she is an artist. And I just remember this one night, it was it was a really hard night. We kind of had a rough transfer together, but I, yeah, I love her so much. And um, she had this book just of all these different paintings, just like Renaissance and like, it had like all the different eras and just all these different things. And we just sat and she just talked to me about what she loved about the art piece or just what she loves about art. And she went on a study abroad to Italy and she talked to me about that and like, she she would say like oh sorry you probably don't want to hear this I'm like no keep going I love this like I don't know what Making it is you like interested it's a, yeah in it's so I just I want to do this more just have more yeah. people on here so they can talk about just how God has led them to where they are and help them find things that make them happy and so this has been so fun for me I so know, I'm so, so I'm so grateful that you were willing to do this of with course. me I just knew when um when Jessica took my pictures for my website I went home I was like I want Jessica to be on oh my, my gosh podcast. can I share that experience yeah, totally okay, I need to get my phone because I need to read the text <laughs> okay so yeah we I was editing okay maybe I just won't but I was editing BJ's pictures and as I was editing, I just got this feeling like she was going to ask me to be on her podcast <laughs> and I was okay with it. And <laughs> I, I don't know if, yeah, you guys probably don't know because you've never met me before. But, um, I am just very nervous when I talk in front of people. Like I just, I get so flustered and I, even though I have everything written out, I just don't, I don't remember. And I just get super like nervous about yeah. it and I mess up. But anyways, when she, when she asked me that and I was just like, of course, like this will be so fun. And I told her that experience and be just like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about this. Like, well, this is before you're like, I've been thinking about this all day. And I was wondering if you'd be on my podcast. Yes. And I was like, I have to tell you. <laughs> so yeah, what a just a cool experience. I know, right? Yeah. Just one of those little tender mercies, like it's meant to be. We both <laughs> had an impression about it. Like, For sure. Um, so it's just so fun. But Anyway, um, do you want to tell people your oh, information yeah, sure. so they can check you out on Insta? I actually have to go look it up because I'm, I want to say something, but I just want to make sure that it's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, yeah, my Instagram uh, photography page is Jessica Nicole Photo. And photos, so it's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-N-I-C-O-L-E photos. I thought I had two E's, but I don't. So, anyways. But, yeah, that's my photography page. And... I'll yeah. put it in the the description on the episode so y'all can go check her out because it's so it's so fun. Just whenever she posts pictures, I'm like, man, she's kind of a rookie, but she's so good. Like it's so oh my so Thank awesome. You. I I love it. So yeah, it's definitely a passion that I've grown. So yeah, I love so that. fun. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thanks for tuning in today, guys. And thanks again to Jessica for joining me. And we'll see you next time. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. I appreciate you coming along for the ride. 
If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to my podcast and go follow me on Instagram for more at little.things.podcast. I see God in the little things. You may not, and that's okay. Regardless of how you see him, one thing is always true. God is good, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Psalm 145, 9. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.